Hey everybody, so this is uh, Tiffany Carlson. Hi, I'm the Executive Director of Spinalpedia.com and welcome to Spinalpedia's Disability Employment Success Stories. And today we are joined by Steve Lauks from Minnesota and we are super excited to share his um, employment journey with everybody. So hey Steve, welcome. Hey Tiffany. So it's awesome to talk to you on video chat. We've met before, of course, in real life, but it's always fun to see you again. So thank you. Um, so let's start first talking just about your disability. I know you're from Minnesota and you've been injured for a while. You're a quad, but share, um, if you don't mind, share how you were injured with uh, with everybody. Yeah, certainly. So um, 1998, so uh, I was 21 years old. Uh, an outdoor enthusiast, uh, and actually I was uh, on my first internship in Minneapolis. I'm originally from Michigan, oh. but uh, I was at an internship in Minneapolis and uh, went up to the North Shore where we have a lot of beautiful scenery, and I dove into Lake Superior, uh, sustaining a neck injury. So I'm a C5-6 quad right. um, since 1998. Wow, 21 years almost. So, yeah. So, okay. So, you were. So I'm, I'm 42 now, and I was uh, 21 of it was standing and 21 of it spent in a chair. Weird. See, there's a, there's a book right there. You know what I mean? There you go. So, I know that time of age can be really kind of awful. I mean, any age when you have an injury is particularly hard, but what, 21, you said? Or how old were you? Yep, 21. So what were you doing? Like, were you in college then actively in your studies? Yep. Yeah. So I was at, uh, I studied uh, engineering at the University of Michigan. Okay. Um, and uh, I was uh, a junior going into my senior year. So yeah, you know, it's tough. I think uh, um, uh, women and men obviously uh, age differently, but uh, certainly there's a lot of independence being asserted at, uh, at about that age, 20, 21 years of age, yeah. um, you know, start living on your own. Uh, when you hit college, but uh, yeah, to have that taken away or uh, uh, at risk of being taken away, it's definitely so, challenging. So what were you thinking? I mean, so you were gonna, what was your career um, goal like before your injury? What was in your mind? What were you gonna be doing? Yeah, ironically, um, even in my college applications, I was always really interested in medical technology um, or uh, I should say engineering applied to medicine, hmm. um, both my father and my brother are engineers. Uh, I was studying uh, electrical engineering in, in school. And so um, electrical engineering uh, with the advent of uh, my own injury turned into a master's in biomedical engineering. Wow. And so, wow. uh, yeah, I stayed. Uh, you know, one of the things, uh, I, it, my internship at the time was uh, at Medtronic, uh, a medical device company, the largest in the world here uh, in Minneapolis. And uh, and, you know, at the time, I was just learning the ropes, if you will. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I definitely took the, took the injury as an opportunity to, to kind of double down on my career. It was, uh, it, it was uh, something that I knew I could do uh, using computers and using the, having been in uh, college for at least three years, I kind of knew I was sticking with it, I'll say. That's crazy. How ironic that you were already planning on doing that medical engineering so yep. for someone like myself who doesn't understand exactly what a medical engineer does um or i know that your studies what that would involve but maybe we should wait well let's talk about well you got hired at medtronic eventually right through your internship I, yeah so actually um 
after my internship, uh, I, I went right into uh, the rehab hospital. So I, I did my own studying at uh, Craig Hospital out in Colorado. Oh. Um, I actually only took a semester off of school. So I was, wow. I was pretty driven to get back to school wow. and try to get back to the, the normal grind. That's, um, that's really, that's fast, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did an internship um, in Michigan in, the, in that next summer. But uh, after I finished my, uh, my master's in biomedical engineering, I, I moved out to Minnesota for a small startup. Okay. Um, and the, me the medical device space, uh, <laughs> largely there's three big competitors in the space, uh, that being Medtronic, um, Abbott, and Boston Scientific. Um, so I had started at a startup that was doing a lot of cardiac devices. Uh, implantable defibrillators and uh, pacemakers. Wow, that sounds like so. What kind of what kind of what 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 was your like job every day? What kind of work would you do? Yeah, as an engineer, <laughs> um, as an engineer, I was uh, you know I did a lot of R and D uh, research and de development for uh, Guidance Corporation. Um, so it was designing circuits um, that would ultimately be used. Uh, whether in the device or in testing of the device, um, you know, obviously uh, with FDA, uh, you know, the, the regulated space that medical device industries uh, perform under, there's certainly a lot of uh, engineering to make sure you're de delivering a quality product. So. That's pretty cool. That yeah. means, so do, is that mean you're on like some kind of software doing that kind of job? Yeah, you know, back in the day, I would say uh, my career has morphed into uh, more of the business side since. But okay. uh, yeah, if I recall my initial uh, careers right out of school, a lot of uh, computer work, um, a lot of test simulation, um, and certainly there's a lot of programs um, on the computer, a lot of the late nights on computers that uh, allowed, allowed me to perform at that job. That's cool. So how, tell us about what went into landing your job. I mean, you kind of already did, but in terms of your disability, like when you're in, when you were interviewing, was there any questions that you got from interviewers asking about your disability? How did you reference it if, if asked about it? Yeah, great question. You know, I think uh, one of the things, because I did kind of partake in a pretty traditional um, college uh, situation or college setting, uh, I think the big thing is uh, obviously putting yourself out there and getting involved with a lot of different uh, uh, organizations. Mm -hmm. um, you know, several of those were, uh, you know, before I was injured, but uh, I definitely became even more involved on the campus, um, you know, after, after sustaining a disability. Um, and, and it's really those extracurricular activities, you know, whether it's uh, building a ramp, uh, for, you know, on a volunteer basis, or really applying uh, your, you know, your academic uh, understanding to a real-world situation um, that that really opened up doors for me as yeah. I was looking at my first career. Um, so, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, hiring managers or, or corporations are looking for uh, your ability to apply your learnings, mm. and uh, for me, yeah, that was a lot in those extracurricular activities. Um, I do recall back, uh, yeah, I got to dust the brain cells off to remember my first interviews yeah. um, with the, the company. You know, I, I had a few, um, uh, a few colleagues or a few students that had graduated uh, prior to me leaving Michigan that were already out here in the Minneapolis area. Uh, so, you know, definitely had reached out to them just to learn and understand more about the company. 
Okay. Um, so that, that really helped in terms of understanding or get, getting my foot in the door. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you, I was, I was pretty upfront um, with the uh, HR team or the talent acquisition team just yep. to let them know um, I would need certain, um, yeah. uh, you know, accessibility uh, requirements just to get even to and from the interview. Um, and, cool. you know, at the big corporations, I'll say that they're, they're pretty well established uh, yep. to, to take care of something like that. So whether That's it was good. booking the airplane uh, travel or, you know, getting transportation to and from the air, uh, airport, they took care of everything once I, uh, once I at least, uh, you know, alerted them to my uh, special needs. That's really nice. Did you ever run into any yeah. hiring, hiring managers in your early days that were wondering if you could do the job? Did anyone ever question your abilities? because of your prowess. Yeah, you know, I, I definitely, uh, you know, it, it was always interesting because I would say the pretty typical uh, interview uh, is probably five or so on, on a panel. And so at any point in time, at least one or more of the individuals would, would not know of my disability before coming in. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, uh, I, don't, I don't recall any uh, specific statements that, uh, you know, there was a concern. Um, I actually used it to my benefit just in terms of uh, creating a more personal approach to my interview. That's um, good. Yeah, so I know worked, that's it good. It my benefit. I think that's great. You know, I was interviewing some other people, and they, you know, have run across. There's always some people that aren't quite sure. They know they can't obviously vocalize it because of the ADA, thankfully. But you yeah. do feel, did you ever feel like you had to prove yourself, or was it just like, you know what, I'm just going to just do this and not worry about the fact that I'm sitting in this chair? Yeah, I tend to the latter, probably. Like, uh, you know, I mean, obviously, I had received my degree and had confidence in my abilities. So uh, certainly knew I was at the right place. You know, you know, again, I, I used uh, I used my uh, my disability or my uniqueness to uh, to really drive a different uh, level of conversation, a more personal co connection. Yeah. Um, and it worked out for me. But one of the things I would say is, uh, you know, you and I've met and I, I have a service dog. Yeah. I had a service dog even back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, at the interviews, at the interviews, I never actually took the dog. And oh. one of the reasons was uh, pretty early on, uh, the service dog became probably 25 minutes of a 30-minute interview, huh. and uh, you know, it didn't really allow the uh, interviewer to uh, fully understand the skills that I was bringing to the table. So, oh. um, yeah. That's awesome. So you've had some great success over the years. And I think that's really great for people to hear because I think there's a lot of anxiety that people have if they haven't really stepped out there and they're kind of worried about how they're going to be, you know, treated. So I think hearing your story, like, so it's really amazing because I know even in my early days, I had a lot of anxiety with what people would think if I rolled in there and they're like, oh, wow. Yeah this is crazy. And yeah. so it's, that's really great to know that it's not always going to have to be an issue and people don't always even really care, which is awesome. Yeah. So, you I, know, I, I tended to find, uh, usually I was interviewing at the bigger companies, I feel, but I definitely tended to find uh, HR would go out of their way to make accommodations. Uh, you know, where, whereas most of the time you'd have an interview uh, in an office or somebody's office, they'd make accommodations to have it in a in a cafeteria if it wasn't accessible or something like that. So That's definitely, um, yeah, has worked to my benefit. So you've been working for how many years now? Wow. Oh, a long time. So I moved out here uh, in 2002, 2001. So pretty much all 18 of those years, 19 of those years. Uh, I did uh, 
after being an engineer for about five years, I went back and did my uh, business degree as well. So That's I transitioned awesome. over. Yeah. So you even got your MBA, which is why you're doing more business stuff nowadays. So let's talk about what you're doing now. What do you like most about your current job? And why do you like being employed? I know it's kind of a silly question, but yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think one of the, you know, for me, it was just a personal decision uh, to move out of engineering uh, and technical management. I kind of always knew I wanted to do management, but uh, um, I, had, I, I wasn't necessarily signing up for technical or engineering management. Mm-hmm. Um, I went back to school uh, to study uh, marketing and strategic marketing. Okay. Um, and since that time, I rejoined uh, Medtronic, the company that uh, I was with when I sustained my in- injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, again, it's one of the biggest medical device providers in the world. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's a mis- mission-based company. Yeah. So uh, a, lot, a lot of the volunteer work and the charitable giving that I uh, you know, had really committed to myself uh, early on in my career. Um, I've allowed you know myself to find a a company that is really committed to uh, furthering individuals' lives. Uh, Medtronic is so big that when I came in, uh, I worked in their neuro business. Uh, so some of our devices actually impact uh, individuals with spinal cord injury. Um, I won't sell you on any of those today, but uh, certainly I've been uh, a part of. I'll say leadership decisions um, across the medical device portfolio, and I feel very fortunate for my role here at Medtronic. That's uh, awesome. Currently, I sit, uh, currently I sit in a global role where yeah. um, I have teams of um, service and support individuals that mm-hmm. help put technology into hospitals. So okay. uh, iPads or uh, smartphones oh, that really cool. uh, program all of our devices and wow. we're deploying those globally. That's so, pretty cool. Wow, that's really cool. And so, you know, with Minnesota and snow days, does Medtronic like let you come in late if there's crazy snow? <laughs> yeah, no, actually, uh, I mean, the accommodations, I have an office at home nice. uh, so I can work from home. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely been blessed. Uh, Medtronic's a great employer. Um, and they, they take care of me when, when I travel globally uh, or internationally and they'll fly a PCA nice. uh, or a loved one with me. So Thank yeah, it worked out. Wow. That is really, really nice. What a great company. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So last question. Um, what advice would you give people with disabilities who are interested in working? What would you say to someone looking right now? You know, uh, I, I can only speak from my experience, but uh, I would, I would put a high value on education. Um, and you know, if you're in a situation where uh, you don't know if it's the right job or want to work towards the right job, put yourself uh, in a position where you can uh, you know, do the degree, do the, uh, do the academics first and mm-hmm. foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of us uh, with disabilities, you, know, you have to find a career um, or, or a job that can uh, pay um, so, so that you can get off of benefits yeah. and a lot of those good jobs come with uh, degreed, um, you know, whether it's a bachelor's or master's degree. Um, there's a lot of programs out there to help you get through school um, and help you with benefits uh, while you're in school. And I, I would really encourage you to uh, investigate really what, what options you have for uh, local colleges or uh, universities around you. Absolutely. That's some really good advice. There's a lot of opportunities out there for everybody. So, so Steve, I want to thank you. I'm sorry I'm coughing, but thank you again for joining us. Your, your success story is pretty great. So I know everybody 
will get a lot out of your story. So thank you so much for sharing. Hey, no, great to connect. It's uh, good and stay strong here in this Minnesota weather. It's uh, don't get the cold, you know. Oh God, I'll try. I'm going to try my best. Bye. Bye. All right. See you, Tiffany. See you later.